Jay Farner here, CEO of Rocket Mortgage. Making the right financial decisions has never been more important. When you turn to Rocket Mortgage, we can help guide you to those right decisions now when they matter most. Mortgage rates are near historic lows, so now is a great time to call 8338-ROCKET. And if you need some extra money, a cash-out refinance could give you that financial boost you're looking for. Call today at 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com to learn more. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. License in all 50 states. And MLS number 3030. Next Talk, sponsored by nexttalk.org, contains content of a mature nature. Parental guidance is advised. Welcome to Next Talk Radio with Mandy and Kim every Saturday at 10 a.m. on AM 630, The Word. Next Talk Radio is brought to you by Next Talk, a nonprofit organization keeping kids safe online through cyber parenting and open communication. Find resources, video, and subscribe to our weekly podcast at nexttalk.org. Are you ready for the Next Talk? You guys, I'm so excited today because as you know, Kim and I have been talking about looking in the mirror, and our last show was about open communication in marriage. Well, I have a special guest in the studio today. And it's my husband, Matt. Thank you for being here, hun. It's going to cost you. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have dinner and your laundry done tonight. Is that good? Is that good payback? <laughs> Whatever you say, dear. So um, anyway, I am here with him. It's just um, me and him today. And we want to talk about our marriage and what open communication looks like in that. Um, but first, before we get going, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? For our listeners who do not know who you are, go ahead. So I'm Andy's husband. My name is Matt. Um, I work in the secular world. I, I'm a, a business guy. Um, not really anything to do with what we're talking about, um, but I was part of a major experience four years ago that really kicked off a lot of this activity. Um, and we've been married for 18 years. For those of you who don't know, we have two kids. Let me just repeat that. A 13-year-old go- girl and a 10-year-old boy. Um, and, you know, people used to joke with us, Matt and Mandy Majors, the M names. Do you remember that? Like, yeah, we're not going to name our kid any M names. We didn't do that. Yeah, no, I, I, that, yeah, I, that never made sense to me. <laughs> he's, he's not one of those. No. Um, one of the conditions that Matt had when I asked him if he wanted to be on the show, he, he immediately said, no. <laughs> I don't do this stuff. I, I'd rather be at home. Okay. So, and then I explained to him, hun, every time I speak, every time I meet women, they always say, where's your husband? Like my husband wants to hear from your husband. And the dads will come up to me at our workshops and say, you know, where's the dad voice on this? And I was explaining this to him. And, and I, it was really important for me not to nag him into being on the radio yeah, you show. You still nag me. No, no, I yeah, refrained. I totally refrained. So, um, one day he came to me and he said, I'll do it for next talk. And I said, you're not doing it for me. And he said, no. <laughs> Isn't that right? Well, honesty is one of the cornerstones of our marriage. So, yeah. <laughs> Why stop? So the one condition that I asked him when I asked him to be on the radio show was um, he said, I want the name of the show to be telling her things she doesn't want to hear. So that's going to be the title of our show. I've given him that. I told him he could have the title. 
Is there anything you want to say about that? I see you smiling. <laughs> I better not. I better not. We're three minutes into this thing. I got to make it 23 more, 20 something more minutes. Uh, in all seriousness, though, you know, I wanted to talk about Matt. One of the things that women ask me the most is, how did you get your husband on board with this whole talking about everything and this open communication? Um, I get asked this all the time. And so I really wanted to tackle it the first half of the show and kind of say how we got here. Because y'all know my story. I mean, four years ago, my kid was told about a pornographic act. She didn't have a phone. She was in fourth grade. And it really shook me to my core and was a light bulb moment for me. And God took me on this journey. And I've talked about that in previous shows. I got bitter. We got mad at the world. We wanted to bubble wrap. Um, and then we moved past. And then I and I realized, oh, my gosh, it's about open communication. Deuteronomy 6, 6, and 7. You know, talk to your kids when you're in the car, when you're on the go, when you're going to bed, when you're getting up, when you're when you're at home. And and then I just became so passionate about we gotta talk about all these things, honey. We gotta talk. We gotta talk to our kids. We gotta talk to each other. We gotta figure out how we feel about these things. And when I became so passionate about it, it wasn't met with the same passion from your side of the marriage. Is that an understatement well, or you got passionate. I got pissed off. Oh, I don't know if I can say that word. I can <laughs> I, say that. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> All right. So I got pissed off and said, I, you know, I'm tired of this. And back. So when I was younger, uh, someone bullying you or messing with you or, you know, something, something happening that you had, you were able to take control of it. You know, you were able to punch the bully in the face or, you know, whatever, <laughs> whatever it took. But now you've got these, you've got these people that, you know, across the world, across the city, whatever it is, they're they're reaching into your kids' lives in the home. And uh, I got to a point where at first I didn't understand it because um, I don't I'm not a big social media guy anyway. So I didn't understand this whole thing of how our children are being attacked and uh, right under our very noses. And so I really went through this with Mandy and, and saw her passion and her recognition and once I really took a minute to understand that the people are stealing our stealing our children out from underneath us, um, I had to take some action. I, I just couldn't I couldn't sit by. Yeah, it was funny because at first you thought I was being a little oversensitive, like a little overdramatic, because I guess I've had that tendency before. Uh, I think I called it an emotional wreck. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. We do an EW sign above our foreheads when we're either one of us are being an emotional wreck. And I will say that I yeah, get three, 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 I letter, get called. three letters on the right hand turn sideways. Th- sorry, three fingers turn sideways to make the E. e yeah. And then the on the right hand, the left hand, three fingers upward to make the W. Emotional up the wreck. Forehead, emotional wreck. It's Someone, our sign to like step back. You're you're kind of crazy right now. I need you to step back and process for a moment. But you really thought I was an emotional wreck at first. But I think through, I want to talk to our listeners about how that process happened, like how you really got on board. Because I think there were some things I did well, and there were some things that I did not do well. And um, maybe that can help, you know, husbands and wives as they're trying to figure this out. If one of them is really like, we got to talk about all this stuff. And the other one's like, no, I don't think we need to talk about that in elementary school. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, what we don't want to do is create this division in a marriage or this tension because one person wants to talk to their kids about all this stuff and one does not. It needs to be a, a united front going in with the kids. Um, one of the things, I mean, I think one of the things you told me was, um, you know, I would share statistics with you and share stories and that helped, I think. Yeah. I mean, so for us, you know, this is usually a conversation that occur would occur near the end of the night 
And um, I had very limited bandwidth at that point anyway. Um, long day, two hours of commuting. Uh, once again, a long day at work, get home, um, you know, play with the kids. And um, so by the time we would have the opportunity to talk for a few minutes, um, the last thing I wanted was you trying to tell me how to live my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not supposed to say that either. No, no, because this is a good point. There were a lot of times that I would really want to – I hate the word nag, but we're going to use it because I'm – it's my default sometimes, and it shouldn't be. It's a work in progress. Well, yeah, I mean, we all have challenges. Well, you know, when I get passionate about something. And, you know, I had to refrain a lot because I would really want to say – you got to go talk to him about porn like right now, like it's mm-hmm. time. And I had to refrain from that. You know, one thing that we've really learned on this journey is is timing is important. Yeah. Timing is important. And I know with Matt, you know, after a long day and he does have a very long commute in traffic, um, a lot of times I will say to him when we're going to bed, hey, I had this conversation with our son. I'd really like to share it with you. Um, let me know when you're ready to do that. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I'm not going to overgeneralize here, but uh, I, I'll speak for myself. I am I am not interested in having an open conversation about anything. That is just really too uncomfortable for me. Um, it's this, the, the, the coin the term open conversation. It sounds like we're all going to sit around and, you know, drink fruity Starbucks drinks <laughs> and, you know, to just, you know, talk about the latest bachelor in paradise or whatever, <laughs> whatever. So I, I don't like that. You know, I just for me, it's just a matter of um, look, what's the problem? How are we going to fix the problem? And it happened to be fr- from my perspective as a husband and a father, um, I need to tackle this thing head on. And once again, I, I think where Mandy really helped me uh, was simply understanding what's going on. It, it Things are so much different. I'm 40 something, 40, low 40s. And so. Things are so much different now than they were whenever we were younger. And realistically, I didn't quite recognize that until I hear uh, that my then, how old was she? Ten? Which story were you the talking first about? One, the first one. She was nine. Nine. She was nine. Yeah, I mean, I, and whenever, I seriously, those kids are in fifth grade? Was Four, it fourth, fourth grade. grade? And they, I mean, how do, like, I don't want to have to help my daughter pronounce Something like this, much less have to talk to her about it, what it means. But the thing is, with with all the technology they have available to them, whether they have a cell phone or not, their access to the Internet is is it's so open that if I don't tell her, then she's going to Google it. She's going to ask one of her friends. She's going to find out. And I would much rather have the opportunity to share with her, particularly what God wants for her. And for what these things mean and how people have distorted these things. I don't want somebody else doing that. You know, we say it all the time. The world is speaking loudly to our kids. So if we don't talk early and often, we're our voices lost in their foundational truths. Yeah, but but listen, for the, for the moms, for the wives that are out there that are listening to this, um, if you if. If you're going to like con- like constantly harass your husband and constantly nag him because you've got a passion and he's not yet pissed off at, at what's going on, please understand that it, that's really not going to work. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't it's, work for anything. Walls are going to go up. 
you cannot nag your husband into conversation about anything. You cannot. We don't want to have open conversations. We really don't. We would rather grunt. Yeah. I mean, in most cases, I want a yes or a no or a, you know, just just you know, at the end at the end of the day, I'm just wiped out. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I am, and and uh, that doesn't mean I love you less or love the kids less, but. Um, you're exhausted. Well, I'm getting older. And so that doesn't help. Yeah. Um, well, you know, when I, when I often say to you, I don't even know if you realize you do this, but you're really good at it. Like at night, I will say this thing happened today with our kid. Like we had this sex talk and I need to talk to you about it. Like I need to talk about what they saw, what they heard and what I told them so that we're all on the same page. Right. Many times you'll say, okay, honey, I love you. Good night. I got to go to sleep. And before, you know, I would probably launch into crazy wife and think, oh, my gosh, he doesn't care. He doesn't love me. He doesn't. Well, yeah. And look, whenever but, you did that before, when you would launch into that crazy mom, crazy wife. mode, Oh, forget it. Yeah. I, I'll down. smile at you and I give you a kiss on the head, <laughs> on the forehead and I'm gone. I mean, I'm out. But what you've done really well is you do this most times. Now, I don't expect it because you could be on a call on the way into work. But with your commute time, a lot of times the next morning. You know, I'll be dropping the kids off at school and you know what time I do that. And then you'll call me while you're in the car and you'll say, "Okay, let's talk about this. And you're refreshed and you're ready to go. Yeah, I need some time to process this stuff, too. I mean, you know, this is this is I don't think it's natural for a lot of men, a lot of men to be uh, sit down and say, um, you know, let's let's talk about our feelings right now. Let's just talk about how we feel about this. Um you know, I, and there's nothing wrong with it for those that can. And um, I don't mind and, you know, a, a, I don't mind a debate or a discussion or but but most of the time it's just not something that that I do like directly, regularly and that I feel really good about doing. I, I need to I need to think about things and then understand how it applies to our life. And um, and many, and what I should do more often than not, obviously, is to pray about these things. And, um, and in many cases, just from my perspective, it's not my immediate first response, especially whenever it comes with a tone like, um, or the look or, or the nagging the or constant. the nagging. I mean, that, gotta, that's just not going to help. This. You've got no. to do this. You've got to do this. No, it's not. So what I'm hearing you say is you want to know these things are happening. You want to be involved in the conversations, but it has, you want it presented in a way is here's the problem. What's the solution? And you want it to be presented in a way that it's not a bad timing issue. So I'm not, when you're exhausted, I'm in tune to that. And I know we need to talk about this at another time. Yeah. And you know, it sounds so simple, you know, this idea of open communication and, and you know, oh, it's simple. Everyone does that. Yeah. Everyone does. A lot of people do it really bad. Yeah. I mean, really bad, whether it's at work or church or school or family. I mean, if you think about it, this idea of communication, a lot of people just really suck at it. I mean, they just don't do it well. And I think it's important for people to understand that a lot of things, it, it boils down to communication, whether you're verbally or non-verbally. Um, that's where the fight can be won or lost. And I don't mean the fight between you and me, because I always lose those. No. <laughs> If you're just now tuning in, this is Next Talk Radio with Mandy and Kim every Saturday at 10 a.m. on AM 630, The Word. Next Talk Radio is brought to you by Next Talk, a nonprofit organization keeping kids safe online through cyber parenting and open communication. Find resources, videos, and subscribe to our weekly podcast at nexttalk.org. Are you ready for the Next Talk?
If you're just now tuning in today, Kim is out. She's not here with us, but I've got a special guest, my husband. He is in the studio with us today, and he's being very, very blunt about this open communication and what it looks like from a dad and husband perspective. We talked about kind of how we moved into the process of him understanding the value of open communication. You know, we talked about how we can't really nag. I can't really nag him into conversation. It has to be a process. Like he has to be understanding that open communication is the solution to a problem. And that's why it's important. Um, And that's kind of what has got him on the bandwagon now. I mean, now we have so many benefits because I feel like, I mean, obviously we're continuing to learn. This isn't just a, oh, we've learned it, check off the box. This is like an everyday learning experience. But I mean, now you guys, like he had the sex talk with our young son before I even had the chance to talk about it with him. Like he just did it one day. He came home and he's like, oh, by the way. My son and I, we we had this conversation in the car, and I was, like, blown away. And that was my cue. Like, he gets it. Like, he understands the importance of talking early with our kids. Yeah. You know, I see parenting as, like, a team sport. Um, really do. And I've got a role, and you've got a role. And, um, you know, we, we just both have to play those roles. Uh, but it's that way in our marriage, too. I mean, I, you know, yeah. you don't like mowing the yard. You, you won't ever, you know, get out and, like, help me in the garage. Well, you do sometimes, but you complain about it. Um, well, and you complain about if I ever ask you to do laundry. I mean, that's just how we have our system set up, and it looks differently for everyone on that. Yeah, we have strengths. We have, yeah. we have different strengths. But I think when it comes to – I think it's just so – this is what I'm getting. It's so important that we raise our children because if we don't and we don't take control of this, there's so many others out there that will, and they'll do it the way they want it to benefit them, not necessarily what you would ultimately want for your children. So let's move into, you know, you wanted to title this show, Telling Her Things You you Don't Want Her to Hear, or She Doesn't Want to Hear. I think that's a title that you wanted to do. That was your stipulation of coming on the show this morning. So tell me an example. What are things that are hard to tell me that now that we've moved into open communication, you see my response is different and mm-hmm. you're more willing to talk to me about it now because, you know, I don't have to carve out a special time or I don't have to like, you know, of course, timing is still important when you approach me as well. Yeah. But um, but what are what are benefits in our marriage? <laughs> All right. So. uh so like I said, I, I really see parenting nowadays with the challenges associated with um, the cyber world and, and so many predators out there. I, I, as I say it, I, I see parenting as being very much a team sport. And, you know, when you're on teams, basketball, football, whatever it is, everyone's expected to play their role um, with perfection and to work together. And obviously those that work together the best will be successful. And so um, it, <laughs> if you're not prepared um, to accept what I uh, would like to say. And if I'm not prepared to accept what you would like to say, uh, we're not really performing at our peak. Mm-hmm. And um, we're, we're, we're going to probably not, there's a chance we won't be successful. So <laughs> so maybe, I don't know, 10 years ago, if I would have said, hey, babe, looks like you're having a hard time getting this year's butt and last year's jeans. <laughs> um I, that you know that my weekend would have been ruined. I mean, you would have it, it would have been ruined from every perspective. Um, it would have just been misery. So you didn't say it. So I, are you kidding me? <laughs> I would I wouldn't say I wouldn't have even thought it because if I thought it, you would have somehow you know recognized it um, through reading my mind or whatever you do. But um, honestly, now because you know that 
even though you might have a hard time getting this year's butt and last year's jeans, I still love you. Yeah. And that, and if anything, most of the time, um, I'm usually not going to say it quite like that, but if I do say something, um, it's sometimes I do it just to get a rise out of you just because it's fun. You've never said that to me. You may have thought it now. There are, this is how you phrase it to me. Like I'll put on a pair of jeans or something and we'll get ready to go out and you'll be like, honey, I love you, but those are not flattering for you. Like, I want you to put on those jeans. Like you tell me what you think looks good on me in a nice way. Yeah, you you don't do it demeaning. Well, you, no, you'd never have said that to me. You never would say that. I to me. I, I never would. Um, no, you're too respectful for that. Well, yeah, because that, that's the thing. I mean, you have to be careful. You have to manage that between respect and open communication. Um, I would say that to you in a joking way, like yes. I said, oh, just yeah. to have some fun. Oh but, yeah, because you'd want to see me get frustrated and but get see, riled up. But here's the thing: I know what's important to you, and um, I know what's what's really valuable to you. And what I, I want to see you happy. And so what I want to do is help in every way I can to make sure that you identify that value. Um, but it's it's been really more a matter of give and take. Once again, if you know, if I understand a way that I can tell you something that I want to tell you, um, even if you're not going to like it, um, and you're open and receptive to hearing it in a way that I mean, we, we just work together once again. Yeah. It's so much easier. Life is so much easier whenever it's really clear when we've, de- you know, you've developed a real clear understanding and we can and we can be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, we we talked recently about a struggle I've been having. This is an ongoing struggle that I've had that I recently identified. And that was my tone. And so. Uh, so let me tell you how this went down. I went. Not to, all tone is bad, by the way. Some guitars have great tone. <laughs> I um, I have a distinct tone about me sometimes. You know, I used to be a yeller, and I have nipped that in the bud. Like, I no longer yell, but now it has transpired into tone. It is transferred into tone. And so let me tell you how this kind of transpired. I went to Matt a couple weeks ago, and I said, hey, one of our kids, I'm not going to say which one, one of our kids is having some sass. This is what happened. And I told him the situation of the scenario. And he said, honey, I don't think that's sass. I think that's tone. And and I'm not trying to be mean, but I think they picked that up from you. And Are you sure I said that? You said that. You said that's that. That's pretty good. And I can tell you right now, if we had not been on this journey together, crazy wife would have come out. Because yeah. I got defensive in my head. Yeah, yeah. Do you know how much I juggle? Do you know everything going on? Uh, like it got, I got very defensive. But I have learned to stop, do not say my initial thought, and process what you're telling me. Because you weren't trying to be mean. But oh, remember, we're, we're starting from a different like base point here. Our yeah. base, like if we're climbing this mountain, our our you know our base here is an understanding that we are both majorly flawed people Both. i mean that's yeah. there's no one is greater than the other remember it's a, this is parenting and life's journey is a team sport right so we 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 focus on jesus and we we work well, work on this together and we do this for each other i mean we we have been recognizing things that we've picked up from our past from our childhood that you don't even realize you're you're bringing into your marriage and your family. Yeah, and some your of them kids. are good. Some of them are bad. Some of them are good. I mean, they could be spinning habits, tone, yelling, addiction. I mean, you name it. There's a lot of different things, ha- bad habits that you can bring in. And we, I think we're really learning right now in this process to um, 
identify what each other is struggling with and kind of hold each other accountable, not in a mean way, not in a nagging way. But what I love about Matt is, okay, so I took that tone business and I had a I had a prayer with God a couple of days later about it because I was kind of mad for a little while, so I had to process that. Um, and I said, God, if I have tone, I need you to show me. And that prayer has rocked my life because I have had to apologize to my kids probably four or five times, and that was a couple weeks ago because I see the tone coming out now. Yeah. And what I love that you did, honey, the other day, I had to discipline the kids. They weren't doing what they were said they were going to do. I had to get gruff with them. And um, Matt pulled me aside and he said, honey, you were a disciplinarian. You said what needed to be said, but you didn't have the sarcastic tone. That was awesome. Well, you know what? What kills me is whenever I hear people that um, have been married for, you know, 20, 25, 30, 35 years, and all of a sudden out of nowhere, they're getting a divorce. And I just wonder when I hear these stories, if they had, had enough love and respect for one another that they were willing to be honest. Yeah, not sweep it under the rug. Not sweep it under the rug, but be honest. And, you know, how can we raise children in a world where they're afraid to be sincere and honest with one another in a respectful, truly respectful way? Yeah, yeah. Um, You know, and this past week we were grabbing lunch at Costco, dinner at Costco, and, um, and we sat down and talked about, my tone and how I needed to change. And what was so cool about that was then the kids started popping up and said, I need to work on this. I need to work on this. And as a family, we talked about what things we need to work on. That's when I found out that cargo shorts are no longer cool for a 40 year old guy. <laughs> Our teen daughter said, dad, you need to get a new wardrobe. Like she, you need to said, work on this. She said, you look like an eighties guy. And <laughs> a I, big kid, 80s. I, it's like, what's wrong with that? Well, hon, I know this is out of your comfort zone, and I appreciate you being here today. I really think that your dad and husband voice is invaluable, and just thank you. I know this was totally out of your comfort zone. It was, but um, I'm I'm really glad there are people listening who recognize the value of this in so many areas. And uh, I just ask for those those ladies out there, um, please be patient with your husbands, your boyfriends, whatever it is. Just be patient and um, be respectful. Thanks for joining us on Next Talk Radio with Mandy and Kim every Saturday at 10 a.m. on AM 630, The Word. Next Talk Radio is brought to you by Next Talk, a nonprofit organization keeping kids safe online through cyber parenting and open communication. Find resources, videos, and subscribe to our weekly podcast at nexttalk.org. Are you ready for the Next Talk? Jay Farner here, CEO of Rocket Mortgage. Making the right financial decisions has never been more important. When you turn to Rocket Mortgage, we can help guide you to those right decisions now when they matter most. Mortgage rates are near historic lows, so now is a great time to call 8338-ROCKET. And if you need some extra money, a cash-out refinance could give you that financial boost you're looking for. Call today at 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com to learn more. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLS number 3030.